0: Hi, I'm back. Welcome back to Dating Will Be the Death of Me. We are officially into season four. I don't know about you guys, but I have definitely missed recording. I hope you've missed my episodes, but I am excited to get back into it and fill you in on what's been going on, continue to explore the world of dating and love and all of that good stuff. So, yeah, it's been a few months, maybe like one and a half months. I don't know. It felt, it feels like forever since i recorded. But in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't really been that long. But I definitely have a lot of updates for you guys. Um, but just kind of where I'm at in my life, uh, I'm recording from my apartment, surrounded by... A lot of holiday decorations. I just had a party last night with some friends, which was so much fun. It was nice just to hang out with them and just, like, laugh and enjoy each other. I did a little um, Yankee beer swap where there's a place kind of close to me that lets you do, like, mixed four packs of beers. So I went and got um, a bunch of different ones, wrapped them so you can see the label. And we just did, like, a Yankee swap. And everyone ended up with a different beer, which was super fun. We also did a little cookie swap. Everyone brought different cookies. Uh, so good, my God! My friends make the best stuff. Um, so yeah, that was that was last night. We we're getting ready for the holidays. Um, when I release this, I'm re- releasing this December twenty first. So the Wednesday before Christmas. However you celebrate, wherever you celebrate, and with whoever you celebrate, I hope you guys have an awesome holiday season. Hopefully you get to enjoy some time off. Uh, I know I am so excited for break. The past two weeks actually kind of went by quickly. It's always tough. Like being a teacher, those weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas are like, oh, it's kind of scary. You're like, is it going to be okay? Are we going to make it? Are the kids going to be fucking crazy? But I've been lucky enough so far. I mean, knock on wood, tomorrow is Monday. So Um, hopefully I don't regret saying this, but yeah, it's, I'm excited. Um, me and my family are actually traveling to Texas to visit my cousin and his family. So we'll be out of town for Christmas, which I'm excited about. Um, the past year, two years, actually, we've traveled. Um, it's kind of tough, like as you get older and people move away and kind of are doing their own thing, it's, it's tough to get everyone back together, but, um, I'm super excited We did the same thing last year. We actually went to Portland, Maine, and I was thinking about this this morning. I don't know why I woke up. Like, the past few few mornings, I've been waking up with, like, the randomest thoughts in my head and, like, the randomest songs. I don't know if you guys wake up with a song in your head, but I do, and I don't know if that's normal, but I was thinking about how sick I was last year. I never, knock on wood, I haven't had covid But last year, I think just unmasking at school, I got so sick. Like I literally had, I had mono, which I'm not sure how the fuck I got mono. Like I never had mono as a teenager. And now as a fucking 29 year old, I get mono, which I feel like is so lame. Um, I had an ear infection, which again, like that just to me is like a, a kid's thing to get. I know people get them, but like I literally haven't had an ear infection since I was a child, but I got that last year. I had strep throat last year, and then on our trip to Portland, the last day I wake up, and I am covered in, like, a rash, and my first thought was, oh, my God, like, it's the COVID rash, because that was a big thing that everyone was talking about, I was like, I have COVID, like, what the fuck, and then I was like, so we stayed in a hotel, then my second thought was, ew, like, bed bugs, so I called my mom, because it was me and my brother were in, like, one suite, and my mom and my dad were in another room, and... I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, like, you need to come check the bed for bed bugs. Like, I think I might have a rash from bed bugs or whatever, like, something. And literally, like, head to toe was covered, and it wasn't itchy. It was just, like, uncomfortable. So she came and She's like, no, there's no bed bugs, but, like, you should definitely get that checked out. And I was, like, just showing her, like, I showed her the rash on my legs. And I was like, and my ankle looks swollen. She's like, no, you just have big ankles. And I was like, thanks mom. That makes me feel really, really good. But, um, I ended up going to the doctors and I'm allergic to amoxicillin, which they had to give me for, I forget if it was for the mono or for, um, strep throat, but yeah, literally had my first allergic reaction ever last year. So it was just, a a crazy year of weird sicknesses and and all that but that's what I woke up this morning thinking of about how weird all of that was but hopefully I get through the holidays without any weird allergic reactions or skin rashes um because it wasn't fun and I felt like people were staring at me because I was covered in these weird red patches so um, I hope all of you guys get through the holidays without any weird weird ailments. Um, but yeah, so today in the holiday spirit, um, I figured I would do like the 12 months of dating, like the 12 days of Christmas, but the 12 months of dating because I decided to just kind of like go through my old planner for this year. I, I save all my planners, like for the past five years, I have all my planners saved. And if I really wanted to, which I don't, if I wanted to, I could go back and count like how many different people I've gone on dates with in the past few years. But I figured we'll stick to just this year from January to December. And I'm just going to pick out my favorite stories from my wonderful dating life and tell you, um, you know, the, the horrible decisions that my dumb dating ass has made. And, uh, Kind of do like a little wrapped of my dating life. Uh, my friend Perry actually texted me this morning. She saw on Twitter someone made like a PowerPoint of their dating wrapped for 2022. So this is also kind of inspired by that. But um, <clears throat> I'm not going to actually count up how many people I went on a date with. I literally, as I was going through and looking at my planner, like there were a few names. It was like out with Kevin, out with whoever. I'm like, who is Kevin? Like, Obviously wasn't anyone worth remembering, but I really had to sit and think and be like, who who the fuck was Kevin? <laughs> so the ones that I chose are are people that I definitely remember. And some of them might be stories that I've told, but some of them I think are are just so good that it's worth revisiting. So I'm gonna do our my 12 months of dating. All right, so starting in January. Um, this is a story that I've told in the podcast, but I would say my big story from January when it comes to dating was my horrible decision to date three, or not date, but like kind of see what's going on with three different friends that were all in the same friend group. Uh, Would not recommend it unless you enjoy being messy because it does get messy and people's feelings get hurt and it's just a weird dynamic, but it was, it was a rough time. You know what? I was not making good decisions. It happens, but uh, yeah. So I remember in January, there was a really big snowstorm and I I planned on going to hang out with my friend who I'd, I'd known him for a few years. Like we met on an app. I went out and hung out with him one night, hung out with his friends. And we kind of just like stayed in touch back and forth, whatever. And then he kind of ended up being a douchebag, but we reconnected and I went over there one time. Uh, I didn't end up going the night of the snowstorm, but it was like later that week, very early in January. And I was over there and I met two of his friends. One of them was his roommate. One was just a really good friend of his. And I had hooked up with my original friend before and had just met these people for the first time. And my friend ended up being, again, a huge douchebag, like don't talk to him anymore because he sucks. Uh, he ends up getting like too drunk and like is mean. So I was like, well, fuck you. And I started hanging out with his roommate. He went to bed and um, me and the roommate were hanging out. So we ended up actually like hanging out and going on a date later on. And the friend found out obviously cause they're fucking roommates and they're friends. And the friend got super mad at me and I was like, whatever, like you're a dick. So sorry. And then I ended up going on a date with the other kid that I had also met that night. And he and I, until very recently, have been in touch and like have hung out a bunch of times. But it's that awkward thing where like I fully know that he's probably telling his friend that he's hanging out with me and I've just cut off contact with the original person, because he's been so mean to me so many times. And I'm like, literally the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And like, clearly he's a dick and needs to figure out some stuff. So me and the the last guy I actually hung out with, we have birthdays that are very close to each other. So we ended up hanging out for our birthdays and just like grabbing dinner and having some drinks. Um, and that was back in January, and I just, well, I guess I'll save how, why we start, why we stopped talking recently. I'll save that for my December story. Um, so yeah, stay. If you want to hear what happens, you got to stay tuned for the end of the episode when I get all the way to this month. Um, but yeah, so that's my January story. Again, I would not recommend dating. Even two people in the same friend group, but definitely not three. It's messy. Not a good idea. Um, February brought me maybe more of a positive experience. So I guess all of these are not bad dating stories, but in my twelve months of dating, February would probably be um, a time that I would look back and be like, you know what, that wasn't a bad situation. It just you know wasn't wasn't for me. So in February, I actually met. A really nice guy. He was a teacher and lived pretty close by, which is always a good perk. Like, I feel like I always match with people who are like north of Boston and I'm south of Boston. And, you know, it's not a huge deal, but like with traffic and stuff, it, it always sucks. So, this kid was pretty close. Um, we were able to hang out a lot, but there was just something about him. <laughs> I feel so, it's tough. Like, I've talked about it with my friends and there's just, if you don't click, the person could be the nicest person in the world. And like, you just aren't feeling it. And that's how it was with this guy. And he also tried to like, we were having a discussion about Peloton and I was telling him like, Oh, I really like this one instructor's strength classes. And he was trying to tell me that she doesn't do strength classes. And I was like, bro, I, I know she does. And that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for me because I hate when people try to tell me that I'm wrong and I know I'm right. And like, he kept me like, Oh, maybe like, maybe. And I'm like, no, like it it was just a stupid conversation, but it kind of, i had already kind of been bored by him. And then that just kind of put me over the edge. So I was like, eh, nah, bye. Um, But overall a great, like a nice guy. He's going to be a great boyfriend for someone. So if you come across his name's Marcus from Taunton uh, on the apps, give it a shot. He's super nice. Um, special ed teacher, very caring, works with kids, but definitely just wasn't for me. Then in March, March was kind of cool. I actually like met a guy naturally at a brewery. I had gone to my friend's house. Her and her boyfriend were making beer. So me and my um, best friend slash roommate at the time went to a brewery beforehand, went to their beer thing, and then I was meeting up with a friend later, but I was like, I'm going to stop by the brewery and like grab one more drink and ended up talking to the bartender that was there. And we hit it off. We like exchanged numbers and um, actually decided to hang out again. Um, it didn't go anywhere, but like, I feel like that's the the last time I can remember. Other than at a wedding recently, that's like the last time I remember actually meeting someone like in the wild and it was nice it was a good experience um again it didn't really go anywhere i like guys who take initiative and this guy kind of just like was like oh well maybe we'll see each other like if i come to the brewery that you work at like let me know when i can come i'm like no ask me on a date like let's do something let's plan something so that didn't go anywhere but that was march march brought me someone in the wild which was cool um april Brought me a lot of revisiting, like, old flings and old friendships, but they didn't really go anywhere. So I would say April was pretty low-key in terms of, like, my dating. Again, revisited old flings, old relationships, but nothing really went anywhere, and it was just, like, a lot of having fun and, like, meeting up for drinks or meeting up for, like, casual dinners or whatever. So April was pretty chill, Um, which, you know, riding that high of, like, not having any bad dating experiences. And then we get to May, and this is a story I definitely talked about on the podcast. May is when I found out, A, that my ex, who I reconnected with um, and was seeing, he was coming over, he had spent the night, found out, first of all, that he had um, a girlfriend that he went to Jamaica with, and then later finding out that he and said girlfriend were expecting a child together. So May was not so chill. May was where, um, yeah, it was a lot of really (laughs) thinking about, like, this is why we don't go back to exes, because he had proved himself to not be, um, someone that I should be spending time with, and then that just was the icing on the cake, You are fully coming over and hooking up with me while you have a girlfriend. And then you lie about deleting me on Snapchat because you just didn't want me to know that you were in Jamaica with your girlfriend. And then me doing a little bit of internet sleuthing and like some uh, Instagram stalking to uh, find out that, yeah, they were having a baby together. So congratulations to them. Hoping the best for your child. But um yeah, maybe maybe change your ways before before your kids born. Um cuz you you weren't really doing it. You weren't was not anything that I would be proud of if I were you, um sneaking around on your girlfriend and uh lying about it. So, good luck to him. Uh that was May. <laughs> so, we're getting close to about halfway through the year and honestly like 2022 was fun. Like I think I had a lot of really good experiences. I did a lot of traveling. Um, so it's not like, I wouldn't say any of these experiences were particularly like awful or made me lose too much time being sad. Like that was, find out, finding out my ex had a boyfriend, boyfriend, had a girlfriend and was having a baby definitely was like a shock, but I didn't let it, you know, keep me feeling any type of way for too long because I'm like, fuck that. Like that's his problem and he can deal with it. Like I have no energy, mental energy to, to waste on him. Um, so June comes and summer starts. Having summers off is amazing. Like it's so necessary by the end of the year, like teachers are so burnt out and we are just ready for two months off. And I <laughs> met a guy who was definitely going to be just like a a fun person to hang out with. Like definitely wasn't boyfriend material, but he and I hung out. We had a really great night and he stayed over. And this was the guy who the next morning is so funny because me and my friend were talking about this last night. And she was like, that's like my one of my favorite stories. So this kid, we wake up and he's like, I'm going to go to stop and shop, which is like right down the street. I'm going to go to stop and shop and get us stuff for breakfast. And I was like, that's so nice. Awesome. So he was in my apartment. He walked out of my apartment, got into his car, went to stop and shop, came back, and then couldn't find my apartment. And I have like a separate entrance. And the first time that someone comes, it's always like a little confusing. Like a few of my friends last night was their first time in my apartment. So they had some trouble finding the the entrance, which totally understandable. But this kid had less than eight hours before entered my apartment. Uh, less than 20 minutes before, exited my apartment, got into his car. And when he comes back, he can't find my apartment. And I was like, it's around the back, walk around the back. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm around the back. I'm knocking on the door. And I'm like, well, I don't hear anyone knocking. So you're fucking knocking on my neighbor's door and stop. He's like, well, come out and find me. I was like, no, if you can't find my apartment, like, I don't want you back here. Like, there's something wrong with you that you can't find my apartment again after 15 minutes of being gone. And uh, he's like, I'm knocking, I'm ringing the doorbell. I was like, stop and leave. I was like so nervous that my neighbor was going to like somehow get mad at me. And, you know, he was going to say, oh, I'm looking for Amanda. And, and like, I was going to get roped into some neighbor drama. I was like, just leave. And I actually <laughs> watched him out the window. He had his, now that I'm thinking about it, it is kind of mean because he did go get food. But like, from in my head, I'm like, if you're just that incapable of finding my apartment again, like I don't want to see you again. So that was um, that was June, the poor kid who uh, couldn't find my apartment again. I don't know where he ended up. Actually, hopefully he was able to find his own place and go and maybe take a nap or something because something something wasn't clicking in his brain. Um, then July, July was I feel like July was pretty chill. Um, I worked a lot this summer at the brewery, so of like a lot of nights. I was just tired or I would get home super late. So not a lot of date nights, but I did end up meeting this guy on Hinge. And this is something that's been bothering me more and more on dating apps. Like I don't get, when you set up your profile, you put how old you are. So especially on like Facebook dating is something that I had downloaded last month or the month before and the amount of guys who's like it says they're 32 and then their first thing in their profile is like actually I'm 22 or like actually I'm whatever like younger or older I'm like you make your profile put your real age it's so weird and like hinge especially like you it's not connected to Facebook so I I know like when I made a Facebook I think I was you had to be a certain age and I might have like made my age a year older or something or I know people that did that to be able to get on Facebook. And like, I understand that that's different on hinge. You make it like you can link it to Facebook, but I'm pretty sure you set the age. So there's no reason why the age on your profile should not be your real age. So this guy, I went on a date with him and it went really well, it was a great date. And so we decided to go on a second and a third date. And on the third date on the thing on um, hinge, his profile said he was 33. But then he said something about like the year he was born. I want to say he was like, yeah, I was born in 1984 or 86. Like whatever, whatever math makes him actually 37. And I'm like, "Mm, that's weird. I was like, why, why does it say that? He's like, well, I don't really know. Like it's, it's strange, right? I was like, yeah, it's strange that it has your wrong age and that you didn't put it in your profile that you're not actually 33. Like that was just weird to me. And then as we're talking more and more, he's like, yeah. And like, I forget the name, but he says a name. And I was like, who's that? He's like, my son. It's like, you've never mentioned your son before. And he's like, Oh, well, yeah, it's not a big deal. And I was like, it is a big deal actually. Like I don't think your son would appreciate you saying it's not a big deal that you have a son and so that was just – that happened so often. Like, I also went on another date in June with a guy. And my cousin was like, oh, like, what's his name? Where is he from? Whatever. And she found his Instagram, and he also had a kid. And I was like, I, I feel like I'm split on this. And I've asked this on my Instagram before about whether or not people should disclose if they have kids. I would say yes. Like, if your intention is to ultimately find someone that you want to date – seriously, then I think that you should put that you have kids. Because in my head, I'm like, why wouldn't you? Because ultimately, the person you're dating is going to find out. And if you weren't honest about it, I feel like that's not fair to the person that you're dating. And it's weird, like, why wouldn't you want to be upfront about it? And I don't have kids. So maybe if you know, if I'm in a situation where I have a child and I'm dating, maybe I'll have a different view on it. But just for me, like, I don't know. I I think it's always better to be upfront and and say that from the jump because then there's no there's no like unknown on either side. You might find out that the person that you're dating doesn't want to date someone with kids and the sooner you know that the better cuz like your kids not going to go away. And then on the flip side, I feel like it's only fair for that person to know the full truth of what they're getting into. Like if they fall for you and then they're like, well, I actually don't want kids. That's their prerogative. And they, you know, have every right to say that. And it's kind of like they wasted time because you weren't honest about it. So that's just my opinion. If you guys have different opinion, definitely let me know or like a different perspective. But that's just kind of my thought process on it. And so when this guy was just like, yeah, I have a kid. It's not a big deal. Like it is a big deal. It's a big deal to me. And so ultimately, we uh, stopped hanging out. Um, and then August rolls around. In August, I went on my big Europe trip, which was so, 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 so fun. And didn't meet any, like, romantic people abroad in Europe, but met some amazing people um, on my tour, got to travel with my best friend again, um, but shout out to... The girls that I met, um, there were guys on our trip too, but I really connected with my girl Amanda from New York. I definitely want to come visit you and, and reconnect. Um, she has some amazing stories that I definitely want to get her on the pod too. Um, shout out to Zoe, who I'm so jealous was just in Bali with another girl that we went on the trip went on the trip with. <laughs> and then shout out to Emily, who is in Australia living her best life. Lucky her. She found a great guy. So those are my girls um, that I met on that trip. And, you know, that is so much more valuable to me than hooking up with a random guy in Europe. Um, Everyone was kind of like grossing me out at the clubs and stuff. So I'm totally fine with not having had a a European fling. Um, But when I got back, I actually connected with a guy who was going to be working at Fenway the night that I went to go see Bad Bunny. And he was like, oh, let me know where you're going to be sitting. I'll come bring you um, free drinks. And I was like, you know what? That is the best thing ever because beer at Fenway is stupid expensive. Like at any baseball stadium is is stupid expensive. So he came by with a lunchbox of four um, like White Claws or whatever. So shout out to that guy for a, getting me free drinks, and also I use that lunchbox every day for my school lunch. So thank you very much for that. Um, again, August was a, a great experience. That one was was for, for the best. Um, September and October, not so much. I don't know what was going on in the fall, but I was not about it. There were ghosts all over the place. September, um, I talked about this on An episode in season three and I will be doing another update because this is a story that just keeps giving. Like this guy sucks so much. So he was the kid that was supposed to be coming over and then just disappeared. So I'm not going to get too much into that because again, I am going to do another update because there is more to that story and it is great. It is it is giving everything that you could want out of um, a fuckboy ghoster story. So we'll save that September story for for another episode. But my October experience was with yet another ghoster. But this one was, like, fucking... This one, like, I'm, I hate to say, like, I was actually sad and, like, cried tears over this guy. But we met... And we had a really great first date. Um, We met for drinks and some dinner. And just like the conversation was really easy. He was um, kind of just checking all the boxes. Like was a professional, hard worker, family person, super sweet, really cute. And I was just excited about him. So then we went on a second date. And then the third date he came over. And he literally said to me, like, I feel so lucky, like, my biggest flaw is that I get so attached to people way too quickly, and I'm, like, getting attached to you. And for me, that should have been a red flag, but, like, in the moment, you're like, oh, my God, that's so cute, whatever. So he was the one who was initiating all of those kind of, like, conversations and, like, implying that this was something that he could see going further. So he asked me... He's like, hey, want to hang out on Friday? And you can, um, you can come up and meet my friends because he lived also north of the city. I was like, oh yeah. So I was super excited. I'm like, this is really cool. This guy wants me to meet his friends. Like that's a big step. So I was gonna drive up to his place. Then we we're gonna go to Boston, and I was gonna stay over there because um, driving back to where I live after a night in Boston like wasn't really the responsible or like best decision. So. That morning, we, like, said, good morning, how are you doing, like, have a good day at work, and then I ended up going out after school with some coworkers. but I texted him, hey, like, what's the plan, I'm just thinking about what I should wear, like, because in Boston, you could either go to, like, a brewery, or you could go to a club, so I, would, I just wanted to know kind of what outfit I should plan on wearing, slash, like, how done up I should be, and, like, what I should be prepared for. So that I probably texted him at like three. And then I still hadn't heard from him. I was thinking it could have been because the bar that we were in doesn't have great service. So I was like, oh, when I leave, like, I'm sure I'll have a text from him. Um, But I had nothing. So I sent him another text. and I was like, hey, um, I'm planning on leaving around seven. So if you could just let me know by then. um, And if you could just give me your address. And then I heard nothing. So. My coworker, who I appreciate him so much for this, was like, "Hey, like, do you have time to grab one more drink? Like, let's go to a bar near like where you live, so then you can um, pop home, get ready, and then go on your date." So we were hanging out. I was like, telling him about the situation, and I said, "I still haven't heard from this guy. Like, it's weird. I just want to know what to expect slash like what the plan is." He's like, "Just give him a call." So I was like, "Okay, I'll only give him a call if you." Stay with me while I call him. I just, I don't know. I needed emotional support. And I called him. He didn't answer. My coworker was like, just call one more time because maybe it's on do not disturb. Like in the second one, we'll go through. So I called again, nothing. So at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like 6 30. I said I was going to be leaving at 7. So I was like, you know what? Worst case scenario, this doesn't happen. So I grabbed a bottle of wine at the liquor store and was like, not expecting to have to stay home, but I was like, if I do, I'll have a bottle of wine and just like have a chill night. So as I'm driving home, I'm like, this is weird. Like he was the one who wanted to do this plan. He was the one who wanted me to meet his friends. Why is he not like communicating with me? So I called him one more time. He didn't answer. And then I get a text from him, maybe like 7.30. Again, I was going to leave at seven to go up towards him. At 7.30, he's like, hey, rough day, not going out tonight. And I was like, uh, okay, question mark. I was was like, can you call me? And he said, I'll call you when I call you. I was like, fuck you. First of all, um, some sort of explanation would be great. Yeah, people have rough days, but like, it was just so callous the way he said it, like rough day, not going out. Mm, Okay, buddy, like, I've been waiting around to hear from you. And I said that I was like, I've literally been waiting around to hear from you all day. And he's like, yeah, Sorry. And I was like, you don't really seem sorry. So it was just so weird. And that was like the last time we ever talked. But to go from two days before saying, I get so attached to people, I get so, I'm not so attached to you, to, hey, want to meet my friends. And then to literally just be like, mm, not going out, never mind, bye. It was just so weird and like definitely dodged a bullet. And I only wasted, you know, three nights hanging out with him, but I was so thrown off. And it was like, just so off-putting that I did, I was I like cried. And I like texted my coworker and told him what happened. And he was like, that's so weird. And I just, I still don't get it. I don't really care at this point anymore. Like whatever kind of situation he had going on, hope he figures it out. But it was just so gross to me. I was like, "Ugh, stupid boy. That is making me upset. Because he he basically love-bombed me by saying all those things and then just, like, disappeared. So, that was October. Another kind of, like, I guess it's not really ghosting, but it's just, like, fucking weird. Because there was no explanation. Um, But, I don't even want to get into November. I feel like I'm just gonna, I don't know. I don't even want to say anything. Ugh. (laughs) All right. So I will just kind of say this, and I'm just so afraid of jinxing myself because I feel like every single time I have uttered the words, so I've met someone on this podcast, it goes south literally the next day or like the next week. So I don't know if you guys are all bad luck for me or whatever, but whatever. I'm, I'm just going to say November, for whatever reason, there was one night, I think I was just drinking wine open Facebook, and that stupid Facebook dating app, like, logo in the bottom, I was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Hinge isn't working. Bumble wasn't working. Haven't been on Tinder in a million years. Let's fucking try Facebook dating, whatever the hell this is. So I made a profile, and it's, I don't like the app, because it's, well, it's all in the Facebook app, so it's kind of bulky. You have to open the app, then click on the Facebook dating and there was just like so many people in this. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or whatever, but there were so many people liking me and they weren't even people you can set your geographical slash like age. It's it's like every dating app where you set what you're interested in and you can say like deal breaker or whatever, but I was getting really hot guys matching me, but they were from like Montreal and Florida kept popping up, like, people in Montreal, and then people all over Florida were matching me, and I'm like, damn, I'm gonna fucking move to Canada, because they're all really hot, but I'm not gonna match with you on a dating app, and start a conversation, and never actually meet, so I was getting annoyed with that, but I ended up matching with this guy who lives, like, literally two towns away, which is such a good perk, because I think he's, like, 20 minutes from where I live, which makes it so easy to plan dates. And like our first date we met up and it was eight minutes away from me. I think like 10 minutes away from him, which is so nice. Cause then it's not like a whole big production to have to meet for the first time. So he and I matched, we talked back and forth for a little bit. We were supposed to meet up before I went to Indianapolis to visit my friend, but he ended up getting sick we said, we'll just push it off for after I get back. Cause I didn't want to meet up and like me end up getting sick, going to visit my friend, getting her sick, her kids sick. I didn't want anything like that to happen. And he was super like considerate about that. So we continued to talk. We talked to each other, like the weekend I was away and he, you know, just seemed really interested in me. So we did end up meeting when I got home and it was just like a really chill, nice date. And the place we went was like, I love it. It has really good pizza and like it's so old school. It's like cash only, but they have, um, their beers are like eight ounces. And it was funny cause the woman came over and we both ordered a beer and she's like, just so you know, they're like eight ounces. So you might want to order two. I was like, mm, I'm going to be classy. Like I'm not going to be that girl double fisting beer on a first date. But when she brought the beers over, we just like looked at each other and laughed cause they seemed so small. Um, But yeah, no, it was just like an easy date. We ended up going to a second place afterwards, and it just like was, we clicked. And so we met early in November, and all I'm going to say is it is going well. And that is my November story slash December story, because it is still going well. Knock on wood. I feel like I've drinks myself. So many times throughout this podcast, whether it's getting sick or school going well, or now this, but I don't know. I'm excited about it. I hope it continues to go well. Facebook dating, fucking who expected that, you know, you would bring me the most promising person of the year, but that's how it's looking right now. And hopefully that is how it stays, but You know, next time I record an episode, I'll probably be telling you about uh, how it all went south. But hold out hope for me. Um, That is the end of my 12 months of dating. Next year is a new year. I would love to not have to go on any first dates in 2023, but we are staying cautiously optimistic over here, hoping for the best, always prepared for the worst. And always down to fill you guys in either way. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so happy to be back. Happy to be into season four. And I have a lot of good things for you guys coming up this season. One of which being the ending of... Well, I'm assuming it's the ending. If I never hear from this guy again, I'll be so fucking happy. The ending of the Ghoster story. And... um just some other things. Like there's a, an article that I've had sitting in my queue that I'm, I'm going to talk about that uh, one of my friends sent me. I would love, you know, to get my guy Rudy back on here, get my parents, uh, Mickey and Rose back on here, get any of my people, any of my friends, family who are in awesome relationships, would love for them to come on here and just share their happiness and, and talk about, you know, what maybe has made things work for them, but also get Tito back on here. We need to hear more Tito stories and yeah, just, you know, thank you guys for supporting. Dating will be the death of me. Keep listening and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.